بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين Allah mentions towards the beginning of Surah Al-Qasas, uh, Surah 28 إِنَّ فِرْعَوْنَ عَلَى فِي الْأَرْضِ Allah says that Fir'aun, he exalted himself in the land and he was an absolute tyrant So this is clearly a very negative example of how to handle being in a position of authority, being in a position of power instead of using it rather abusing it and of course we're very aware of, of some of the examples in connection with Fir'aun in that regard towards the end of the surah we have another ayah that also mentions this concept of tyranny of exaltedness but the opposite Allah says tilka darul akhirah naj'aluha lilladhina la yuriduna uluwan fil ardi wala fasada wal aqibatu lil Allah tells us about the other side of things and Allah tells us that the abode, the everlasting home in the hereafter is for those who did not seek to exalt themselves in the land nor to cause corruption. They did not seek to be tyrannical in the earth nor to, to sow corruption. And the, the, the final ending basically is with, is with people of taqwa. These are, these are two opposite ends of the spectrum. On one hand, Allah is telling us that here's an example of someone who did this, and I think we're all aware of the consequences and the end result that Fir'aun has to face for handling things in that way. And then you have the other side of things, and Allah says, paradise, Jannah, is for those who they don't want to be like that. Rather, they want to be different. What's interesting about this ayah, the first one, inna fir'auna ala fil ard, is ayah four. The second one, tilka darul akhirah, is ayah number 83, towards the end of the surah. This ayah was actually the, these were the last words of Umar bin Abdul Aziz radiallahu someone who some refer to as the fifth righteously guided khalifa because of the impact that he had on the ummah at that time. He was khalifa for like two, two and a half years in his late 30s, but he completely just turned around the, the affairs of the Muslims primarily from within because there, there were a lot of issues, a lot of corruption that had seeped in and soaked in. And as soon as he had that mantle of authority, he used it in incredibly good ways. And at the end of his life, so he basically ends up being poisoned, and his last words are this ayah, تِلْكَ الدَّارُ الْآخِرَةِ نَجْعَلُهَا لِلَّذِينَ لَا يُرِيدُونَ عُلُوًا فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا فَسَادًا وَالْعَاقِبَةُ لِلْمُتَّقِينَ What a gift, subhanAllah, that Allah gave him these words, this ayah of Qur'an, as his final words, subhanAllah. And the stark contrast between the approaches of Fir'aun on one hand, who had power and abused it, and then Umar bin Abdul Aziz, for example, who had power and used it in incredibly good ways. And he, he helped so many people during that narrow window of time. A key difference between them is in paradigm. Allah, and I'll, I'll tie it in with this ayah and conclude. Allah tells us in, in Surah An-Nahl, Allah says, uh, What is with you is short term, it's finite, it's, it's going to come and go, it's going to perish, it's, it's, not, it's not long lasting. What is with you is going to perish, but is with Allah is not going to perish, it's going to be everlasting. So one is, what is with you is finite, what is with Allah is infinite. Fir'aun fell for the trap of preferring the finite over the infinite, he ended up losing both at the end of his life. But then you look at the example of Sayyidina Umar bin Abdul Aziz, the, 
the great grandson of Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu an. We all know the story of one day when one night when Sayyidina Umar he's he's you know walking through the streets of Medina at night and he's very tired so he leans against the wall and then and then he overhears by accident basically the mother and the daughter having that discussion of the milk and the water the mom telling the daughter put water in the milk we're poor we need to sell it to make some money and the daughter is saying no uh, the the khalifa Sayyidina Umar he just said we shouldn't do stuff like that and then the mom says what the mom says he's not here don't worry about it they have no idea he's outside and he can hear this conversation but what does the daughter say she says he may not be here, but Allah knows. He may not know, but Allah is going to know. And Sayyidina Umar was so impressed by that, he went to his sons the next day, he's like, who's looking to get married? The lady's from a poor family, but his concern is the heart of the person. So he marries his son Asim to her. Their grandson is Umar bin Abdul Aziz, subhanAllah. So you have history being affected by this one night, this one walk, and this one leaning against the wall, that one conversation. This is who Umar bin Abdul Aziz was. So he used what Allah gave him. It's a huge test to have that type of power and authority and access to wealth, etc. But he used it with, with long-term vision. Fir'aun had short-term vision, but Umar bin Abdul Aziz had long-term vision. We ask Allah for that long-term vision. We ask Allah for the best of this life and the next. And we ask Allah for positive perspective, perspectives. And we ask Allah for positive perspectives.